our relationship meant that much to you you little piece of shit yeah there should be like a legal like mourning period <laughs> yeah <laughs> legit like back to sextras where we talk about sex and all the extras i'm honey and i'm single now (laughs) hot girl summer yes hot girl summer (laughs) we actually have been saying how honey's gonna have a hot girl summer we've we've been making plans about who she's gonna shag it's all happening. Oh, yeah, they're trying to pimp me out. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> we went to the park last week. <laughs> and Maria and another one of our friends were just like, okay, let's make a list of all the people. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, but we got to cool. get on it. I love how I'm saying we. We as if you're going to be there with me. <laughs> you're like living vicariously through me. <laughs> Yeah, literally, like, I'm I'm so excited you're single, like, finally, literally all our friends were coupled up for a while, but yeah. there's two single people now, great times, <laughs> I would fully support it yeah. if I could join, but also, like, hopefully I won't be joining anytime soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love how, like, all our friends are like, oh, I'm so jealous, but then they're like, but I want to marry my boyfriend, so actually... <laughs> No, I'm not. And I'm like, literally. Okay. <laughs> literally. No. <laughs> anyway, introduce yourself and yes. then let's continue. So sorry. Hi guys. I'm Maria and I'm I'm not single and I'm in London right now. <laughs> I'm with my parents. <laughs> living it up in London. Yeah, um, I have separation anxiety from my boyfriend. So. Oh yeah. You really majorly do. <laughs> the other day she was like honey it's been four days i just really missed dick i was like literally fuck you do you know how long it's been since i had yeah i'm literally so ridiculous but we all have our trauma (laughs) (laughs) live your truth (laughs) live your truth live your trauma (laughs) yeah but okay recently i've been getting so freaked out just to go back to this whole like wanting to marry your boyfriend thing and also having separation anxiety (laughs) because i am convinced and my mom and my stepdad think i'm going insane that we are like in the prime stages of our lives where we could possibly meet the people that we will spend the rest of our lives with and well, I feel like it's coming up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. Like, these are the last stages. But we're missing out on, like, prime friendship single girl time because of COVID. <laughs> and also because everyone's in relationships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so true. So, yeah, I've been getting really freaked out about that. Because I kind of have always thought that so many people meet the people that they're gonna like marry at university and my mom thinks that like it's not really like that anymore and like it's probably less like that but still you're like even if you don't go to university or you meet someone just after like we're in that stage now like we're in real life 
<laughs> and I was talking to my one of my oldest friends last night and she was saying people she know have been having kids and like yeah, getting engaged my cousin, oh my god my cousin was telling me I'm, I'm like what that's insanity like to me it still seems like in ages yeah and when you think about it it's not actually gonna be that long until we like all start yeah. having kids and I'm just not ready. Like, I can't even watch a Sex in the City where they, like, have kids without, like, getting super emotional and being like, oh, my God, like, my friend is having a baby. <laughs> it's still in a while, don't worry. I have, like, FOMO for the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, what I, know mean. what I mean? actually. <laughs> So that's where I'm at right now. Like, my life is just kind of tinged with this, like, but what if this happens? But what if this happens? (laughs) So life is going well. (laughs) The impending doom of us, like, growing up, basically. Yeah, basically. I literally cannot stop thinking about growing up. I don't really want to think about it too much. It kind of makes me feel a bit sick in the stomach. Oh, yeah, I know. That's why I've been, like, as I said <laughs> last week or the week before, going through some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> because I just like, I always think of things that have happened recently and I'm like, wow, that was like a really pivotal moment in my life. And because obviously we're about to graduate and it literally just feels like we only just started yeah, university. Yeah, that's crazy. It literally feels like we just started. I don't understand how it's over already. I'm like, What? Yeah, and that those are like key moments in your life, like really big moments, starting uni, Mm. graduating uni, moving out, and it's just all going too fast. True, I don't want to start real life yet, it's too scary. Yeah, I'm like clinging on to something that will mean I'm still like a child. I mean, obviously, we have so much life to live (laughs) I don't know. Just going a bit insane, basically. <laughs> okay. Should we should we get on to the topic? <laughs> Before we keep having an yeah. existential crisis. Let's move on to the fun part. This week, we're talking about breakups Woo-hoo. and heartbreak. <laughs> well, I feel like we should preface this by saying, you know, obviously... This episode was inspired by my breakup, as I stated in my fun fact at the beginning. <laughs> and <laughs> we've left it a while. I I think some of you probably picked up on the fact that I've been hinting at it for like the last yeah. two months. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm single now and we're not going to get too much into like the actual details of what went down but we are going to cover like the feelings behind it like that's Mm. what we want to focus on and like the difficulties that are actually relatable to people like I could sit here and tell you everything that happened but it's really not that interesting so yeah 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 I I mean I I feel like we can sort of talk about Mm -hmm. it in the ways that it needs to be talked about but yeah yeah so for the segment, we asked you guys to tell us about your worst breakups. And the first one is that they got dumped and kicked out two days into a psych ward stay for postnatal depression. Fuck. That's really rough and like fucked up. 
That's so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. I don't know how anyone could do that. That's so horrible. That is a really bad breakup. <laughs> okay, next one. <laughs> okay, someone said, mine wasn't even a bad breakup, but it still makes my head hurt all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It do hit like that sometimes, you know? I mean, I feel like all breakups are bad in their own way, you know? Mm, yeah, for sure. The next one is that they got replaced two days after the breakup. Again, not cool. Rough. Very Fuck not that. cool. Not cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then... The next one is right person, wrong time. Oh, yeah, that's sad. Does that hit hard, hun? That does hit. <laughs> <laughs> Very sad. But I, f- I was listening to something the other day and it was like, that doesn't, like, right person, wrong time doesn't exist. I can't remember what they were saying, but it was like, if it was like the right person, there would be no wrong time or something like that. Or like, I don't know, I can't remember. But I kind of see what they mean. Yeah, I mean, I do kind of agree yeah. with that a little bit. But that's, like, with my whole, you know, the one right person complex, you know? I feel like a bit Yeah, right I guess person. it goes back to, like, that idea of whether, like, how much you put up with in a relationship, realistically. Because, like, it can be the right person, but, like, it's just loads of, like, obstacles. So, like, how many of those obstacles do you put up with? But then also, with the right person, would you have those obstacles? And would they be obstacles? I don't know. This is, like, the philosophy of breakups. <laughs> Yeah, but then again, like, with long distance, like, it's kind of confusing because you're in a perfect situation to argue for right person, wrong time. Like, the distance wasn't even, you know what I mean? Like, it couldn't even have necessarily, like, led to the breakup because you could have seen each other and stuff. But then COVID, and then you couldn't see each other, and then, you know, other stuff that is, like all of that was all because of the time that it was kind of happening. Like, you could Mm -hmm. argue that in a in a timeline where covid didn't happen maybe like you'd still be together and stuff you know yeah, what I mean? yeah so i do sure. kind of i do i do i do see, see that, i see but... both sides i think i think people use right person wrong time as like an excuse but it is also like genuinely a reason to break up mm. so i don't know it's a tricky one i think it de- i think it depends yeah. how you use the reason of right person wrong time like mm. maybe you're just lying to yourself sneakily like oh it's the right person wrong time <laughs> but it's not actually that whereas i feel like with me yeah it could have been like different if stuff hadn't been happening like if it was just a normal world where like covid didn't exist then Mm. you know maybe things could have been different oh that's kind of what the video was saying is like saying that it's the right person wrong time gives the person like hope to think there will be a right time in future Mm. So then that's even more, like, fucked up to yeah, say no. that after a breakup, which I do get, and I did say that after I broke up with my boyfriend. But... <laughs> but... Sometimes it's just... You just have to say it, you know? Because otherwise, I I would rather say that than, like, have someone think I just don't like them at all. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, like, yeah. hate them. Yeah. It is partly true, but I do see how it can be used as an excuse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
And then we have some longer ones. So we're excited to get into these. So this person says, I was at my first boyfriend's house when he started throwing things at me when I told him I wanted to break up with him and then literally didn't accept what I was saying. And he was laughing to himself as if I said, it was like, as, as if I had said a funny joke. I went to leave and he chased me down the driveway, wouldn't let me close the car door, which was actually kind of scary. Then I managed to pry the door off him. He just stood in front of my car so that I would basically have to hit him if I started driving. We then waited it out until it started raining and he went inside and I left. I did this at the end of sixth form before uni so I didn't have to see him again except he applied for the same uni course as me and I didn't know this so now I have a crazy ex that I used to see nearly every day throughout uni because he followed me to Bristol. <gasps> oh my god that's wow. horrible. That's wild that is horrible that is wild i did not know shit like that well i mean i kind of didn't know shit like that actually happened but it literally sounds like a fucking like music video or something you know what i mean yeah no like the bit where they're like oh they he wouldn't let me close the car door like was the bit before that not scary like it all sounds scary oh my god yeah i'd be so scared yeah, this sounds so traumatic. I can't believe they followed you to Bristol. Like, that's not okay. Oh my god, that's horrible. Let's find this guy. Yeah, I know. Let's no, find him. him. <laughs> We're gonna, like, protect our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine going through that and then having to see them every day. Yeah, that's in your horrible. When you like thought you were gonna get away. Literally, what is wrong with that guy? I have no idea. That's fucked up. Okay, second one. Okay, so they met their boyfriend in first year, and they say he was such a romanticist and wrote plays and wrote one about me. Lol. Anyway, he was quite dramatic and thought everything had a lot of meaning, etc., etc. He probably started fancying this other girl that we were all friends with, so I asked him, and he lied to me about it. I trusted him. Then another night we were at the pub and she was there again and he was telling her all this information about a secret play he was writing that he wouldn't dare tell me. So I got upset and took him aside and asked why he wanted to tell her everything but not me. He said he trusts her, not me, and that she is way more pretty than I'll ever be. Then said that I should mind my own business. The next day I broke up with him and then the day after I saw him kissing her in the pub again. We all visited the same pub frequently. It really upset me, obviously. He was such a nice person, but a virgin and hadn't had a girlfriend before. So I showered him in compliments and wanted to emotionally support him and help him with his confidence, but I guess that got to his head. Lol. <laughs> the fuck? What a dick. Imagine someone, like, literally saying, oh, she's so much prettier than you'll ever be. What the What's fuck? Wrong with I'd you? literally slap him. I'd spit in his face. That's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like my go-to <laughs> like anger response. I don't know, it really says you're scum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? Like ugh. 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 <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Glad you got out of that one. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. The next one, there's guy A and guy B. We're like censoring out the names just for 
privacy. So originally I went on Tinder and found someone because I fancied guy A and he fancied me, but we didn't think each other did. And guy A got a girlfriend, so I got a boyfriend because I felt sad. I really liked guy A then. Anyway, this guy, guy B from from Tinder was nice and thought I was a goddess. It made me feel amazing. I think he had quite a lot of arrogance and overconfidence that slowly leaked out and kind of showed itself as an enemy to me. He didn't like when I was better than him at something. He was also really emotional. In the end, we just broke up because it got too intense. I felt like I was giving so much and his narcissism was eating it all. And so guy A came back and I was like, just tell him that you fancy him. So I did and here we are. But during that time when it happened, my ex, guy B, knew I wanted to go to Berlin after uni. He also knew about guy A as a friend. I had blocked him on his account on Instagram and he kept making new accounts to DM me and say that guy A is nothing and that he knows we are meant to be and he will go to Berlin so we can be together like how it's meant to be. Basically mildly crazy and wants to follow me. He actually didn't leave me alone for five months after I started going out with guy A and it felt like harassment. Oh my god what are these guys like stalking? Like why are they all obsessed with stalking? Yeah. Leave the girl alone. Yeah, just get the message. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm so sorry that all of you went through those things. Like, they sound traumatic, all of them. And obviously, there's not really, like, a good way to break up with someone or to, like, be broken up with. But, like, even if you don't relate to those things, just know, like, if someone breaks up with you, you have to take it. Like, you can't just be like, no and then Mm. just ruin their lives. Mm. You have to actually listen to what they're saying because it's like, why are you forcing someone to date you? They don't want to date you. They broke up with you. Yeah. Leave them alone. (laughs) It's just a waste of your time and you're just like ruining their lives. So (laughs) leave them alone. Yeah. It's a little (laughs) piece of advice I wish I could give my 17 year old self. Definitely. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) And it like, I mean, even from a, we're not even trying to bash you. Like, I am one of those people that just needs to leave people alone. You know what I mean? It It is just going to save you heartache. I promise. Like, you do not need to be putting yeah, yourself through this. It's such a waste of energy. Just leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys. <laughs> yeah, thank you for sending your stories. We really appreciate you putting yourself, your trauma out there for, for us yeah. to feel less alone you know (laughs) oh okay well let's move on (laughs) to the actual episode we we were kind of saying like oh how should we like what can we really talk about like what do we want to say and we were kind of thinking like well realistically like it's kind of broken down into sort of like the build up the actual breakup and then like the aftermath Mm -hmm. of the breakup yeah and also because me and maria have like experienced breakups in very different ways like we always say i break up with people and maria gets (laughs) broken up with so (laughs) i think we can like kind of say both sides Mm. and we're gonna have a little debate that is like our lifelong debate of whether it's better to be broken up with or to break up with guess we'll find out (laughs) stay tuned anyway let's get into it 
so when do you think because i've heard that people realize they're gonna break up with someone six months or like it's not six months obviously because you might not be together with someone for longer than six months but it's like you realize way before you do it and then it's like a slow descent from there so do you think that's true i mean this is why i think it's like kind of weird to have like the two perspectives because and to me it's like i don't get how you would know six months in advance that someone's gonna break up with you like (laughs) that's kind of like how i see it automatically not that like oh i'd know six months before that i would break up with them i think in instances where i've like sort of ended things with people that i've never really like and like had a breakup in like in a serious relationship but i've like ended things with people that i've been seeing and stuff i have known for a while before it's gonna happen like it's not that i just like woke up that morning and was like yeah i think i'll end it you know what i mean like i'm over this but i think when i've been in the other end of the coin it's sort of like it was just well i don't know at least with my most significant breakup which which was with my ex-girlfriend i had no idea up until like literally the day before it was so out of the blue and then the day before I yeah. knew, and then in that moment when I knew, I knew, you know what I mean? But, like, it was so, like, 180. Yeah, I think it's difficult as well because I had this conversation with my ex where he was, like, obviously the process has been very different for you. And, like, him as the... Well, obviously, I broke up with him. That's kind of why we're coming at it from this <laughs> angle of, like, he he didn't see it coming whereas obviously in my head I I had the idea that not for six months although we did break up for like less than a day in like June last year (laughs) but that wasn't like the beginning I don't think that was the beginning of the end and I've thought a lot about whether that Mm. was the beginning of the end but I don't think it was and then for him feeling like he was like blindsided or whatever even though I, I, I do think there were signs, but obviously I can't say what it's like to be on the other end of it, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's weird how people perceive it so differently. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I do think that even in my situation, and I'm not saying in every single blindsiding situation, because I do believe that, like, there are some people that literally just up and leave out of fucking nowhere, and it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I know those things definitely mm-hmm. do happen. I haven't, like... I wouldn't say I've experienced that. I think with my relationship, it was very much like we were completely fine the day before. Like I remember I'd, I went bit to babysit somewhere. Literally that night she called me and she was like saying all these nice things to me. And literally the next day it was like a switch. And like, mm. and that's what I mean by I was blindsided. But I think now that I look like as in later on, even not even now with hindsight, like a few like weeks later a few days later I feel like I could have kind of been like yeah well I mean there were like it was kind of coming yeah there were like all these signs pointing towards that being like that's gonna happen eventually you know what I mean and and even if the reason because also the reason was very like weird like not not weird but like unusual (laughs) I guess it doesn't happen to that many people yeah that they date someone and then after a year they're like oh I'm actually not sexually attracted to people of your gender yeah um I think 
that that was also like a hard thing to see signs for but Mm. because it was such a peculiar situation but she had been saying things that I think I just didn't really want to like listen to and I think a lot of the time this is the case for the people that are like being broken up with that there are all these signs she always said things like oh yeah like I'm not gay but like yes for Maria I am for Maria you know what I mean and all these things that is like in the moment I hit like you hear it and you're like oh yeah but like they love me so much that that doesn't matter and like that will never change you know what I mean but I think when people are saying these things like we should listen (laughs) rather than kind of try to like google translate it to the thing that you want to be hearing (laughs) (laughs) yeah so do you think people are like predetermined to be the breaker up uh, and the breakup do you think the breakup is always like the optimist and the breaker upper is always the cynicist because <laughs> <laughs> you're always like making excuses for it i think i genuinely think it has a lot to do with attachment styles for sure because i think that yeah like i've noticed just from like learning about it and just observing things around me and my behaviors and sort of like people i know it just sort of all boils down to like if I'm in a relationship I will just like no matter what happens with that person like it doesn't matter if I'm really unhappy like I will just probably like not break up with them and is I think it literally yeah. just comes down to like my attachment style and like I'm this fear of abandonment kind of thing even the, and all of that but yeah I guess It's so annoying that that's true, but it really is because, like, obviously, avoidant attachment styles, like, it's your fight or flight. Yeah, exactly. You're just like, okay, bye, I'm out of here. Mm. Whereas, like, I'll always want to work through it. I feel like people that are anxiously attached will always try to, like, work through it. No, yeah, well, I guess to kind of, like, give an example of that, I think I can cite the, like, breakup last year with my boyfriend who I then broke up with recently because it's not as fresh I don't think but in terms of like being blindsided or making excuses the reason that I like broke up with him or considered breaking up with him at that point was because of corona and like he wasn't taking it seriously and I've talked about this before on the podcast like when we started it because I'm pretty sure it happened mm. like around the time we started the podcast of him just like going out doing what he wanted and like just not really thinking about anyone else like not really caring and I was like this is just not the kind of person I want to be with and I kept saying like it wasn't like an ultimatum but I guess it kind of was in the end like I don't think that's how I meant it at the time but I guess that is kind Mm. of how I was thinking about it in my head it was just like I don't want to be with someone that I know just doesn't care about other people and like I knew if he got it it would be a big deal for him but he didn't care that he was spreading it to other people and I know that's a very like not to throw all Americans under the bus, but like (laughs) that is a very American kind of mindset. And I was like, that was when I really noticed the differences in like Mm. our 
cultural upbringing or whatever. So yeah, I kept saying that to him for like months and months and he just wasn't listening. And then when I actually broke up with him, he was like, oh, I just never really thought you would actually break up with me because of it. Even though I had literally explicitly mm. said like, I can't deal with this anymore. Like, I don't want to date someone. Like what, what else does that really mean? But it's like, you will just keep excusing it because in your head you're like, oh, but that, they won't break up with me because of that. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Yeah you know so it's like having that I guess it is an attachment style thing like having that hope that like they won't abandon you or maybe it is a fear but I don't know to me it seems yeah, yeah, more yeah. optimistic <laughs> yeah yeah no I get what you mean I do think it's also more optimistic I think it the way that I see it all it's more like we love each other so much that no like no matter what it will be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why it's so difficult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I've said many times, I think a lot of time, like, love is just not enough. <laughs> but have you, actually, have you never, never been, has no one ever ended anything with you? Like, not even something, like, a bit more casual? No. That's crazy. Yeah, because I was going to ask, like, have you ever kind of had, like, an inkling, like, from the break break up break up or break. no that's the thing because this is what I'm saying is why it's so difficult because I'm so aware of the fact that well no okay well let's kind of start with this whole attachment style thing is that that's the problem with attachment styles is avoidant people are drawn to anxiously attached people so mm. a lot of the time even if I haven't been like in things with anxiously attached people they might be like completely secure but I just don't know because I'm avoidant and like that's all I have going on in my head so to me like their side seems so much more optimistic and you can like feel that love and that's why it's so difficult from my perspective to like have to break up with them because you know that you can't deal with it in your head but for them it's something that they would never break up with you because of and that's, like, yeah. so heartbreaking, knowing that you have to be the one to, like, do something about it. Because, like, you can't live with that. But you you might think that they think or mm. believe that they can live with it. But actually, it's not, mm. like, beneficial to the relationship if one of you isn't, like, living the best, like, relationship they could be, you know? Mm. Yeah. I was just gonna say even in like small things I've been in or like when I was dating this guy when I was like 12 <laughs> for literally <laughs> like six weeks we didn't talk the whole time it wasn't a relationship by any means like we literally texted on Facebook maybe like once a day or like every other day <laughs> and I broke up with him but like I guess I just kind of continued with on that trail because like even in, when I've been sleeping with people, I'm like, oh, no, I'm not into it or whatever. So, yeah, it's kind of bad. Yeah, I think it, uh, well, I don't know, it's kind of just got me thinking that it must also be, have to do with self-worth. You're mm. just more likely to stick it out and, like, want to stay and someone that has better self-worth or whatever will, like, be like, oh, no, I don't deserve this. Like, this isn't making me happy kind of thing. So... I think that's definitely been a factor for me in being the <laughs> broken up with yeah, person. I guess so. 
Yeah, but I think that's also been a factor for me being the breaker upper because I think I've excused so much because I don't want to break up with them knowing that I will have to break up with them eventually because that is just like (laughs) how I'm wired. I don't know. I think I've accepted like that that is will always be my fate and I will be the one that has to break up with them but I will just keep putting it off because I don't want to do it and it's like so Mm. horrible to have to like be put in that position of like oh you you like love someone a lot and you care about them a lot but like it's just not working out yeah it's shit but I, I also I really envy like I just don't think there's such thing as a clean breakup like it's never as easy as you just break up and you just never talk again and then that's that and you both move on with your lives like if I ever witness that I will be truly I do I kind of do think that there is there is such a thing as clean breakups like I don't think that we are old enough or mature enough in our lives right now for that to happen or maybe we are realistically yeah no I I do it's not that I don't think that they're real I'm sure they are real but like I just haven't witnessed that I haven't witnessed it personally either to be honest in terms of the build-up though are there sort of do you have any kind of like things that you can point at that you were like yeah these kinds of things were what like kind of started making me think that mm. that's the direction that we should head in realistically like as the breaker up at like what what drives you towards that decision yeah this <laughs> is why I was kind of asking you about the time scale thing because even though I don't think when we broke up before was like the beginning of the end I think when you start to like be conscious like once you get through the honeymoon period and you start being very aware of like the issues in your relationship and having to work through those I kind of think it's only a matter of time before you have to make a decision am I going to work through these problems and like am I going to be happy to just like put these to the side for the rest of my life wow (laughs) I mean that's an extreme example or is it is this something that could potentially break us up in the future and it's only a matter of time before you figure that out so you think it starts like (laughs) So basically, as soon as, like, the flaws come out, that's, like, when the decision is pretty much starts to no, be made. No, 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 no. I don't think that's when the decision is made. <laughs> I think that is, like, that is a contributing factor to your decision in that if the problem continues, it might just continue forever. If it's sort of a problem, but it's, like, ah, it's not a big deal, then maybe it's fine but if it's like something you can't ignore that's the thing and like that was kind of the case in my relationship it wasn't like a character flaw with any of us by like any means not that there weren't like things that we clashed (laughs) on in terms of our character because there definitely were but like it was more the distance between us and like it Mm. was just like is not a problem that can be solved in my mind so that was the problem and that mm. was like the deciding factor so that's what I'm saying is like if it's something that's like very concrete very real I think as soon as that like rears its head in the beginning and I remember this very specific moment that that problem started in my relationship which is like literally maybe two or three weeks before lockdown started 
I called my boyfriend crying, being like, there's a pandemic and like nothing's gonna be like because I was meant to go to America and I was Mm. like I'm not gonna be able to come they're gonna shut down international travel and then we're gonna go into a lockdown like basically predicted everything that was gonna happen and was just like freaking out about it and I was like we're not gonna be able to see each other for six months we already haven't seen each other for three months and now like what are we gonna do basically everything is ruined like that is something Mm. and maybe I kind of willed it into existence with like my own anxiety about it but I remember (laughs) and that's not saying that like from then on everything in our relationship was bad I just remember like that that was like such a heavy thing in my mind and like ultimately Mm. that is like kind of the reason we broke up because like I just couldn't deal with that fact that like we were Mm. 5,000 miles away from each other so yeah but since that was like quite early on I I don't think that like in that moment well you kind of just said it's not that everything went bad or anything but later on in the relationship like when you kind of like made the decision do you ever remember having like did anything sort of like switch in the relationship you know what I mean like Mm. did do you have sort of like a moment of like okay now that I know this this so like everything's just tinted a little bit gray I don't know yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. no something happened and I don't want to go into it because I know he doesn't want me to talk about it but like basically we couldn't be in the same country together Mm. like something happened and from then on like the disappointment from that moment kind of tinged our relationship and like we couldn't have a conversation without like trying to figure out how Mm. we could fix that or like trying to make the conversation happy or trying to make it like not us both feeling Mm. miserable and I just remember being like I don't think anything is like ever going to be the same again like we're never going to be able to have like a normal conversation again damn yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's sort of kind of my point though I think that like to you it was so obvious and like you literally even straight up like said like things have changed and he still at the breakup was still like and I'm not bashing him at all I'm just saying like as in from like the two types of people that we're kind of of trying to establish here he's like still felt blindsided yeah and yeah no and it's because he said to me the reason we broke up that wouldn't be a reason he would break up with someone and he didn't want that to be the reason that we broke up but for me I was like this is the only reason we would Mm. break up everything else we could work through but this we can't do anything about so this is the only logical thing I don't know maybe that is just even a sign of like a fundamental flaw in the relationship that you're not both like completely on the same page and one of you feels blindsided because like surely if both of you felt the same thing then like it would be fine you could work through it you were kind of in it together but then it's because like it's like that trickery of thinking you're in it together but really you're not like one of Mm. you is thinking something completely different yeah I mean I'm just kind of remembering like in my first relationship we sort of broke up we didn't break up even for like like a sec- it was just like a second and then I like talked her out of it basically but <laughs> it was this huge night when we were just like 
it was just crying and it was this whole thing and like in the end like it was fine or whatever but I think that like the whole relationship I was so like just I just accepted that I was like miserable part of the time do you know what I mean like I just Mm -hmm. kind of like knew that that's just the way it was because I just thought that like that's what it was to love someone yeah and I think to some extent I still feel that I think like even when there's like all this pain I'm like yeah but it doesn't matter because like I love them as I literally said at the start so I think that it's not so much a blindsiding it's more like a yeah I think it's like yeah. sort of, I thought we were on the same page when we won yeah like I thought we loved each other enough for this to not be an issue but that's not really how things work <laughs> it's not like the reason you break up is because you don't love them and that's why that thing isn't like enough it's more like I don't know I don't I, I get what you mean about it being a self-esteem thing but I don't think it necessarily is yeah, well, I think there's, like, obviously, I think a lot of play. Because relationships are obviously, like, really complicated and it's very much about, like, the two mix of the people and what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think in terms of, well, just to put, like, sort of the build-up thing to bed, it's quite interesting to me to hear, to, like, be your best friend and sort of, like, know, like, break breakups that you've gone through and sort of this whole, like, oh, I, I kind of want to end it, like, it's not going well or whatever but like I I can't and like sort of like the pain of having to break up with someone because to me it's just kind of like yeah well fuck you <laughs> like I, you just feel sort of betrayed and like it's like a lie when it's obviously not it's just I think that you're so like blind to it by love sometimes you know <laughs> yeah that's the thing I think the people who see breaker uppers think that it's just like this stone cold like hard decision that they've just automatically woken up one day and come to but in reality it's like weeks of back and forth should I do this is this the right choice oh but I love him oh but I can't do that to him oh this will be so painful for both of us which is the better alternative we're miserable together or we're miserable apart you know Mm. so yeah humanize the breaker uppers (laughs) (laughs) so i guess let's move on from the build-up and let's talk about the actual breakup Do you think there's a good way to be broken up with? (laughs) I don't really know if there's a good way to be broken up with, but I think probably, like, face-to-face, have a little conversation. I would probably appreciate that the most. I've never been... Actually, my first breakup ever, actually, with um, my ex for the first time, because we dated twice, once when we were, like, 14... Well, we weren't 14, we were like 15, but but that was kind of like a fake little run <laughs> of our relationship. But she broke up with me during um, over text and that wasn't really very nice. So I was really heartbroken. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe like I, I do think, as I said before, that I, there can be like good breakups that like both people kind of got to the, they both kind of got to that conclusion. I think a good breakup what a good breakup would look like would probably be a few conversations not just like that one conversation 
in which like so then both people would be on the same page like all these things that we've been saying Mm -hmm. so yeah I mean I do think that that would probably be like the best way to break up with someone like a few conversations they know what's going on like you haven't just sort of like made this decision and then that's that and I and I do know that obviously a lot of the time like that has to be the way it is but I think in a healthy situation that yeah would probably be the best case scenario for me what so what would that conversation be like like I'm thinking about breaking up with you <laughs> well <laughs> or like this well, no, isn't but, working yeah well what I mean by like there would be a lot of conversation is that I'm guessing like the conversation probably wouldn't just be like oh we should just break up and then you'd be like oh what you know what I mean I think it, it would probably look a little bit more like hey like you'd be you've been having problems so I don't know you've been talking about this this certain issue and this certain issue and kind of trying to come up with solutions or a way to compromise or blah 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 and then so I think maybe the conversation the final conversation or like I mean it doesn't have to be an it's not you it's me kind of thing but I think as long as you're sort of like respectful of the relationship and respectful of the person yeah yeah it's interesting I don't know I think not to like go back to the (laughs) build-up but in my mind that's kind of like not that we had conversations like this isn't working what can we do but in my mind the build-up was like the conversations of trying to fix Mm. the thing that was the reason I broke up mm. with him. So in my like in my mind those were very clear signs of like this isn't going well, but obviously that didn't translate and also I'm not the best at like voicing mm. how I actually specifically feel. So but yeah, you're, you're like totally right. It should be this is how I feel. This is why and like then that is not so much a surprise that yeah. it just like comes out of nowhere. I mean, but I do think that in the scenario I was kind of saying, it's a very much like mutual thing because I do think that, as you were saying, like I think those conversations were those negotiating conversations. Yeah. And then kind of when that didn't happen, you sort of, okay, then how do I then okay I've decided that this isn't happening like it's not getting better it's not working so then how do I sort of break it to this person that it doesn't necessarily want that same thing that I'm kind of done and yeah I guess how what yeah. is what it, are the best like what what do you say like what <laughs> yeah how how do you word it <laughs> obviously text is like the lowest <laughs> way you could possibly do it and I broke up with my ex-girlfriend over text I'm pretty sure but that was like a whole other situation mm. that I don't think I could have done in person yeah I've actually from someone else that has been sort of in like a toxic kind of situation he also said I broke up with her over text and like that's the only way it could have worked because we tried to break up and every time that we would see each other like we would just go back into it and the only way it would have worked was yeah. text. So I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I do understand that there are situations that it's like, this is the best way. Mm-hmm. Both of the time, <laughs> like, <laughs> two times that I've broken up with people, they've just been like really, really high. So it was like a really good experience. <laughs> just softened the blow. Yeah. 
Well, no, I'm, I'm actually not. I'm not actually saying this as advice. I just feel like it's actually quite funny because they were quite pleasant breaking up <laughs> situations, to be honest. Yeah, because they're basically like sedated. <laughs> <laughs> I have to stop dating guys that smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> like that's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so sorry <laughs> other good ways <laughs> this is really hard because everything every situation is different yeah it's so difficult to have the conversation before because then it's like the build-up of like oh is it gonna happen or is it not mm. so it is kind of like a, you should maybe just rip the band-aid off kind of situation i think it is like I, I feel like I'm not very good at sort of like if I feel a certain way I just can't really hide it and like I that's why I also don't think that if I was the breaker upper like I personally don't think I would drag it out that long because I just don't think I could like keep it up like I just feel like I would be I would have to say something and I think at least with like one of these boys I kind of did say something I I kind of like stated my boundaries and whatever and then he kind of didn't want the same thing and then yeah. I kind of just left that as like okay well whatever we'll just like keep seeing what's happening even though I fully knew we didn't want the same things and then I just kind of kept fucking him about instead of just like being honest and as long as you're just being honest with like what you actually want and not trying to yeah. just like mess people about then that's just the best way because I also would not want someone to not break up with me if they like wanted to you know what I mean and they're just like oh I don't know how to do it that's like literally my worst nightmare yeah because then you're like was the last like little bit just a lie exactly like literally that was like oh it's like literally my biggest fear remember one time we were in we went on holiday and we were both in our first relationships and you told me that my girlfriend had said something like yeah I'm so scared that like what if I want to break up with Maria I'd just be so scared to do it because she'd just like have a mental breakdown remember how you told me that and like I was traumatized because I was like okay so now she's literally never gonna break up with me if she wants to and like she's just literally gonna hate me and the whole time like she basically just hates me now she just like doesn't want to be with me and like now it's like it's such a fear of mine that like (laughs) and I so see like I completely understand why someone would like think like say that about me because like I feel like I do why did I tell you that that was not a good idea (laughs) (laughs) that was just like me trying to be a helpful friend but like actually fucking everything up (laughs) no I'm glad you told me that like why would she say that True, why would she say that to me as well? Like, obviously, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Maybe that was her plan. I mean, she's listening to this, so she can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think definitely rip the band-aid, because I would personally not want to be dragged along, and I don't think anyone yeah. would. It's ca- so, it's so it bad. So it is just to rip the band-aid. Yeah, that's the thing, though, is, like, with this, with this breakup that we did, break up, break up, in December that's when I was like I want to break up but before like in that conversation we had a whole conversation before of like I feel this way and Mm. I'm so miserable and I can't live like this anymore (laughs) not that dramatic but like I can't deal with this it's just too much for me and like my heart is so heavy 
all the time and I just feel anxious all the time and then I broke up with him but it was like kind of me willing myself to say the words like tell him you want to break up Mm. and then there was a whole aftermath of that but then me realizing I still loved him because we had all of these like conversations kind of afterwards where I was like I just love this person so much that I wasn't like ready to let it go but then ultimately the problem Mm. hadn't really changed so then after like a month of things like of us like not being together but like it was still kind of like oh I don't know even though we were officially broken up I then had to kind of be like like not do it again because he kind of just asked me a question and I didn't really go into the conversation being like oh I like this is like the end and I can't do this anymore it kind of just happened that like he asked Mm. me a question and I was like it's just so difficult and like I'm really struggling and then he was like so that's kind of the end then like that's kind of it and like what can you say to that you can't be like no because then that is like he already thought that I was dragging him along so then it's like Mm. I don't know it's just like the indecision is so shit for both people because and that's why it it does just have to be like a rip the band-aid off kind of situation because otherwise it just leads to so much more hurt I think and like it just seems so much more deceitful even though like as we were saying, even if you're not like indecisive and you do just break up with someone, you've obviously been thinking that for a while. So the the person who's been broken up with will still kind of look back on it and be like, "So how long have you been thinking about this?" Like, surely that's what I would do. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess I don't. I I don't really know because I've only really been like properly like broken up with once, and like I that wasn't a case of. I mean, I did think about that. Yeah. No, actually, I just, I was just thinking, weird little thing, like, the only breakup that I was, like, crying in was, like, the t- when I broke up with my boy, when me and my boyfriend broke up. I didn't cry when me and my ex broke up. I remember I was really calm. Yeah, you were so weirdly <laughs> calm. I was like, fuck, what is going on? Like, I remember we were all sitting together and no one was crying. And I was like, this is wrong. This is very, <laughs> yeah. very bad. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I I get very emotional. But then, like, in the moment, I kind of, like, I'm like, okay, you have to just, like, make it work, make it happen. Because I think also, like, when my ex was breaking up with me, I was like, okay, how am I going to convince her to not do this? (laughs) Which is so bad. Like, why am I trying... Why... Don't try to convince someone to stay with you. Yeah, but it's not, like, a (laughs) rational thing. Yeah, obviously. I know, I know. But I guess maybe the calmness is, like, because you had that sign, like, the day before... So then it was like, it was kind of in your head and then it's that thing of like when it does actually happen, like you're super anxious about something and then when the thing that you're anxious about happens, then it's like, okay, I was right. So then you have like the calmness of being right, which weirdly like supersedes the other stuff. No, I was actually crying like that whole day up until we had that conversation and then I just stopped. It was so weird. I don't know. I feel like I just had to like shut down. (laughs) Mm. Oh wow! Should we get onto the aftermath, the heartbreak? Because I'm just remembering the, those good let's, old times after that. 
Yeah, I think we should clarify where this isn't going to be like a how to get over a breakup because I don't <laughs> think either of us have any answers about that one. Like, we don't know. We're not people <laughs> to ask. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a professional on who does know, yeah. but we'll see. Okay, so the big question, which we have done a whole episode on already, called Can You Be Friends With An Ex? Go check it out if you're curious. Obviously, my whole opinion has now changed. (laughs) (laughs) So, honey, tell us, what is this radical opinion change? Well, it's not so much like a solid yes or a solid no. Mm. Because I think I have always been of the opinion, like, yes, you should be not you should be but like you you definitely can't be friends with an ex and that's something I will hopefully always strive towards Mm. but it is that thing of you just can't force it to happen I think the way that like I went wrong with this breakup is like I said straight away I want to be friends not meaning we have to be friends right now just Mm. I want to be friends in the future is what I meant but I probably left out those last three words <laughs> knowing me um Whoops. whoopsies <laughs> and that I think that caused a lot of confusion because he hated me he really hated me for a bit so obviously me saying I want to be friends kind of sounds like I am ready to be friends and I'm over this already and I can mm. already be friends but obviously that's not how I feel and I still don't think like three months later that we're at a point where we can be friends because you both have to be on the same page to be friends and that's just not where we're at Mm. and you both have to be like somewhat over it or like not be super like hurt by it still and I think things can get really misconstrued in terms of you think you're ready to be their friend but then actually you're using that friendship as an excuse to like latch on to some hope that like you're they'll be so happy being friends with you that they'll want to get back together and they'll realize how great everything is and blah 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 blah, 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 and you're trying to be your best self all the time to be their friend but actually you're just like putting all this energy into the friendship that is like really just hurting you even more so those are my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, that's like a pretty good description of Maria circa 2017. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do think, I, I think, do you talk depends on the breakup. Because, like, for instance, uh, this girl I dated, like, we broke up and we were talking after, like, it was all chill. Just because mm-hmm. we both, like, kind of knew that we just weren't gonna be together kind of thing but we were chill with it kind yeah. of thing so i think that it always depends but you weren't like, in love oh yeah no that's what i mean i think like if it's like a casual sort of like you're not in love like kind of thing i think like there's no harm in talking yeah. afterwards so yeah i i completely co-sign what you said i mean i've been there like staying friends and just like being on your best behavior and doing everything to just basically like convince them to be in love with you again and it's really harmful and it's just like such a waste of time such a waste of emotions like so much sadness and so much like unnecessary Uh feeling of rejection that I don't want to go over again in my life yeah (laughs) it's also so difficult because you don't want to say 
you're not going to be friends straight away and then risk never getting to that place and never talking yeah that's what I was so afraid of I was so scared that if we weren't friends straight away that like she would just move on with her life and like not want me in it anymore and oh my god I'm like actually terrified because like if me and my boyfriend wake up like I don't know I mean, I'm saying I'm chatting all the ship. I know I'm like straight away going to be like, okay, we're besties yeah. still though. Like, it's fine. Um, <laughs> because I just cannot like think of not having them in my life. Yeah. Which I completely, completely understand why it's so difficult. But that's why I think number one thing, like I have to st- stick in my head with in my next breakup, block them on everything. Like just genuinely for a mm. while, try to not come into contact in any way shape or form because otherwise it's just like it's just gonna hurt for longer (laughs) yeah and you have to be ready it can't be on the other person's terms but I also think it's so hard to like rationalize that and be like okay I'm ready now because as we said you're probably just lying Mm, to yourself 100% but that that's why I think like you 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 just cannot have contact until like you are fully like you're done i know i kind of agree but it's also like i just don't think that's realistic because then it's just like what if we never talk again like you've gone from all to nothing which is so like i feel like you need a little downward slope and then an upward slope back to friendship (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll make a little graph so you guys can visualize what I'm talking about. The thing is, like, I'm speaking very rationally right now, but oh, yeah. like, nothing about know, breakups is rational. <laughs> yeah, I know. In the moment, I like it's all just gonna go to shit, and it's like I know it's so painful, and you just want to talk to them and all these things. So, I mean, it all goes to shit. But yeah. the honest, sane advice is just don't be friends don't talk to them for a bit and then you probably will be able to be great friends yeah and then you can try it (laughs) Mm, but my next big question is can you be friends with your ex if you were never friends before you dated i don't know i just do i really just do think you can because i do think in a lot of ways like your partner is your friend so yeah I, and like surely you if you can't be friends with someone surely you don't like them so like i get yeah, that intimacy with think. like relationships is different than like the intimacy and friendships and we always say like there are standards we hold to our for our friends like all of these things like i do understand there, there's very different layers and like yeah maybe like mm. If you know them only at that level like can you really go back to knowing them in an, like in a lower quote unquote level I don't know but I do think you can like I don't see why not because you clearly like them as a person why are you dating them realistically if you wouldn't be their friend that's the that's what I'm really interested in what is the psychology behind that I don't know we'll find out stay tuned (laughs) for an episode (laughs) what about when when you're allowed to sort of sleep with someone else like when's it and like moving on and stuff like when's it okay to you know have moved on and and this whole like winning the breakup bullshit oh my god that's bullshit together we always said that i'd be the first to get into a relationship if we broke up just because i'm such a 
relationship person. But then she was the one that started, like, getting with people and stuff first. And that actually traumatized me slightly. I think she moved on uh, slightly. And by slightly, I mean way too quickly. Because the guy that basically, like catalyzed our breakup she got with him like a week later how cold-blooded is that and we were together for a year that is savage it was actually savage remember like i found out and i like ran out of my lesson in my break and i was like and i just like hugged you in the cafe and i was like crying oh i felt like you were like my child in that moment like i literally my heart like i think my heart like (laughs) this is gonna sound so gay but like (laughs) my heart like learned a new like level of empathy and love in that moment like I was so sad for you (laughs) (laughs) but yeah and she also like shagged someone before oh my god when she like lost her straight virginity that kind of hit because this is also another problem we were friends so like Oh my god, okay, she didn't tell me about getting with that guy, I found out from someone else. But the virginity thing, that's when we were, like, all, like, friends again. And we would, like, talk about, like, the stuff we were up to. And, like, she was obviously, like, seeing people. And I would just pretend like I was just so chill with it. And then she hits me with this, like, oh yeah, I had sex with a guy. And I was like, fuck, that hurts so bad. I think it's okay. You can do it whenever you're ready to do it, as long as you don't tell them. I don't think you should ever disclose that information. And then after a while, you just assume that it's happened. I don't want to know. I really... (laughs) I don't know. I said this to you the other day, is that like I feel like a new milestone in my breakup experience has been like admitting to myself that I think... I don't feel like completely sick by the idea of like my ex sleeping with someone. And that was like a big moment of realization. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's I would still be sad, but it doesn't make me want to throw up. Yeah, I think a good way to tell like how over someone you are is like picture them fucking someone and like how much does that make you feel sick? (laughs) I mean, I don't necessarily want to picture it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) <laughs> okay but no i mean it would still make me sad yeah it would still like probably if it happened tomorrow and he told me i would be sobbing to you on the phone but mm. it's not the same like it was like kind of a shift from how i felt a while ago mm. and yeah i just don't think you should tell them like that's not information that's helpful to either of you <laughs> like if why are you telling them yeah what is the motive but i mean more than like i feel like people aren't out here telling them but i just feel like this is also why you should block them. Like, not try to be, like, finding out info about what they're doing. Like, trust me, you just do not want to know. Like, you really just do not want to know. It's one of those things, like, don't go <laughs> looking for it if you don't want to know the answer. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I do kind of low-key. Like, I don't really full wholeheartedly believe this because I also agree, like, do whatever the fuck you want and, like, do it in your own time. But, like, come on, just leave a... F- like... There has to be a courtesy period in which, like, like depending on how long the relationship was and lo- or like how deep it was, like, come on, like, if my if me and my boyfriend ra- broke up tomorrow and he gets with someone the next day, like, are you joking? Like, so that meant our relationship meant that much to you, you little piece of shit. Yeah, there should be like a legal like 
morning period <laughs> yeah <laughs> legit like if you if you dated like a month like that's fine you can you know no waiting period if you dated like three months <laughs> just wait like a couple days if you dated like a, a year couple upwards days yes three uh, i months. think three months is nothing three months you can fall in love oh that's true fine okay like a week i don't know okay ideally let's like ideally how long until your boyfriend can like you'd be fine with your boyfriend fucking someone or getting with someone? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't. I think I'll regret answering <laughs> that question, but I'm still gonna answer it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. It goes back to that thing of you want to win the breakup, and it's so fucked up. But obviously, we all feel it. Like I would be sad if he sleeps with someone before I sleep with yeah, someone. Yeah, it is just like uh, like after I do, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But then also it's like now is kind of a reasonable time. Like we have been broken up for like three months. May I think like I think it's like two and a half months. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. My only real understanding of heartbreak, like it took me over a year to get over my ex, so I don't really have like good expectations for myself. I think you have to know that they're over you and yeah. they're not still in love with you because that's when it hurts. If they if you know they still love you and they slept yeah. with someone. Yeah, oh so true. Then so you true. think they're doing it to spite you. So which true. they probably are. Yeah, I feel like, <laughs> you know, when my ex was sleeping with people like it stung more because i knew she really didn't give a fuck where it's like if i would have done it i feel like she would have just been like uh what's she trying at Mm. (laughs) so hon is there anything like particular that you've noticed sort of like in a long distance breakup versus breakups you've gone through before because i feel like maybe the sort of day-to-day doesn't change i don't know well i don't know because I, I don't know i've never really been in like a proper long distance relationship maybe you can like speak on that yeah experience a bit well i think obviously i was very different with like my first relationship because we went to school together so like we had to see each other every day and that shit and probably like an actual adult relationship if you broke up you wouldn't see each other every day <laughs> unless you live together mm. and like you can't move out for whatever reason but yeah so there's that like you don't have to see them but then in this relationship obviously like there's literally no chance that I'll see him (laughs) (laughs) because he lives in a different continent so unless I specifically went to that continent and then saw him which is obviously not gonna happen right now or maybe ever (laughs) um (laughs) I just won't see him but it was difficult like actually breaking up because it was like the last time we saw each other was at the airport and like I didn't know we were gonna break up and that was gonna be the last time we saw each other I think it would have been so nice to have like been able to see each other and like break up in person I mean not so nice but like it would have been way better (laughs) yeah yeah, to break up in person and like have that closure and then also I guess long distance like the only way you can really be in contact is like over the phone so then I think that's what's made being friends difficult as it's like it is just kind of like talking over the phone which is exactly what our relationship was like and they also have the freedom to just like call you whenever they want Mm. which is also the same as like a not long distance relationship but yeah 
it's kind of difficult because of that and then also straight away like after the breakup it felt super weird because it was like nothing's really changed except now we don't call every night yeah that's kind of what i was gonna ask like without trying to sound like not diminishing the relationship or anything because i know obviously like long distance relationships it is more than just talking on the phone and all of those things and like you do miss them because even if you're just talking on the phone like it is that you're talking and stuff like that but did you Mm -hmm. feel almost like like I I don't know it kind of to me it seems like you wouldn't have this sort of like missing them weight as much because it's not like they're being like sort of removed from your life they kind of weren't in your life like in your life you know what I mean so have you like is that a thing or have you kind of felt the sort of like missing weight just as much in the period where we were like not talking really except like very occasional texts I felt like guilty for not missing him more I felt like such a relief because it was like in my head a very negative build up to our breakup and I was like so miserable that like when we didn't talk it was kind of a relief and I was like I felt like I could Mm. actually breathe and like not feel miserable I mean obviously I was still sad about the breakup but that was like a different kind of sadness not a like suffocating like I don't know what to do this was more like clarity and I felt guilty for like not missing him more and then when we like actually started talking again then I suddenly got hit with like this whole other wave of like sadness I guess because like we would like FaceTime. We FaceTimed like once and then I really like, I think I got everything out. Like I just cried the whole time and I didn't think I was going to cry because when we weren't talking, I was Mm -hmm. like completely fine because there was like nothing there to like, obviously I still thought about it, but it wasn't like, I don't know. It wasn't the same as like a regular breakup, I guess. So yeah, then just like, I guess it's like seeing someone for the first time after you broke up with them, but this Mm. was just like over FaceTime. So then I just got all of these emotions and like I I like realised how much I had missed him and not really thought about it. But I also think that's like a testament again to my (laughs) attachment style is like just kind of pushing the the feelings away and being like, oh, I'm fine. (laughs) And like even you kept saying, oh, I'm like so surprised how like fine you are and I'm like yeah I'm good just like living life you know but then anytime someone would actually ask me about it I would like cry so (laughs) I guess it's just like being confronted with it yeah yeah. I mean like another thing we kind of mentioned is like how someone's like your friend like can become like your best friend or like your main point of contact and all of these things and I think like yeah like a huge thing for me it would be sort of like my life would just look very different and I think yeah in a way like that's something like with long distance that I don't know to me it's just like seemed quite interesting because I wouldn't it would be quite a different experience to me because my life is so like intertwined and like day to day with my boyfriend Mm -hmm. I guess like the main thing as well is like being sad that I don't know if I'll ever see him again like ever that's which is just weird so like yeah sad that was really sad Mm. but yeah those are the differences i would say i think we've covered the main stages of the breakup yeah and we we really would love to dive into more of the like different stages even more like the sort of Mm -hmm. points that we've touched upon because i know that was like it's quite complicated and there's a lot to unpack so if you guys like would want to hear more specific things about breakups like or heartbreak or 
you know, those kinds of things, or maybe like want to hear more about our experiences, or even have like stories that you guys have to share about the topic or whatever. Like, we're definitely, yeah, yeah we're all is. So, you can find us on yeah. Instagram at Sexless Podcast or on Facebook at Sexless Podcast, or send us an email to sexlesspodcastgmail.com or visit our website which is www.extraspodcast.com. Yeah, and if you want to hear, like, any episode, like, literally, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, can you guys unpack that more? We'll do mm. another episode on it. Maybe we'll do an episode on heartbreak. We'll probably do an episode further down the line where I actually, like, talk about what happened and, like, why my long-distance <laughs> relationship ended. Because I know everyone loves that long-distance <laughs> relationship content for some weird reason. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, l- just let us know, guys, honestly. Yeah, you can DM us as well. Just be like, guys, can you do this? We love when we get messages yeah. like that. We actually love getting any kind of messages, pretty much. Oh, yeah, no, like, literally, <laughs> the second we get anything, I text Marie being like, did you see what we just got? <laughs> yeah, just, like, please interact with us. Like, we clearly need it to keep ourselves, like, going. Yeah, I need someone to, like, talk to me throughout the day so I'm not thinking about, like, these existential crises in my life of when (laughs) am I going to meet the person that I might end up having a baby with. So, please, just relieve me of some of that. (laughs) And also, please go leave us a review because we love you guys. Also, we have a crowdfunder now. How crazy is that? So if you want to support the podcast, obviously no pressure, but if you want to donate some money, we can advertise more, we can make more merchandise, we can just make the overall experience better. So go donate, it's Sextras Podcast, yeah. the link is in our bio on our Instagram, or you can probably just search it. So yeah. but well, Is that it? Yeah. We hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.